Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Tom Brady has retired. Yes, again. This time he says, this time it's for good. But don't take my word for it. Here is Tom Brady, the video he posted on Instagram within the last hour. Here is Tom Brady. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So I uh, won't be long-winded. Like you only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. I could go on forever. There's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. 23 years in the NFL. Seven Super Bowl championships. Five Super Bowl MVPs. It is. It doesn't sound real. We're joined now by Hall of Fame coach Bill Parcells. Morning, coach. Good morning, Max. How you doing? I mean, you know, trying to get our heads around the news. What's your reaction to Brady's retirement, Coach? We lost one of the great ones, you know, but it's time. And playing quarterback in the NFL can be hazardous to your health. And I don't know what, what point Tom realized that, but there's nothing left to do for him. And... It's just uh, he, he's had a magnificent career and conducted himself well. He's, he's a real, it's a real, real sense of accomplishment that he must have. It's, uh, he's terrific. I, I admire him. Coach, how difficult is it, though, when the time comes to retire? Because you've done it a couple times and – Thought about getting back in and in and in and out. How difficult is that process? Well, you're absolutely right, Key. You know, the main thing is that in my case, I always viewed myself as a coach. And, you know, you get away from it for a little while and you relax and you're, you got your energy levels up and you say, you know what, I can coach 30 or 40 more games. Hmm. I can do this. And, you know, it kind of, it kind of sucks you back in and it's, uh, I use the term, it's like a narcotic. It really is because it's, it's hard to duplicate, um, the feelings, uh, of exhilaration that you get and the, the dynamic action 
uh, every Sunday at one o'clock. I mean, that's, you know, that's enough action for anybody when they kick it off. And, you know, as a player, it's, it's something special. It's hard to give it up. It really is. Bill, you've seen so many incredible things in your tenure and even that post-career. Is he the greatest quarterback? I'm not talking about accomplishments, but quarterback. Is he the greatest quarterback you've ever seen? You know, I, I, I hate this greatest in different eras. He's certainly the greatest in this era. You know, I think there's some other quarterbacks. I wouldn't compare these, these eras because it's a different type of football. It's a different coverage and notoriety involved with it. He's certainly way, way up there. And, uh, you know, and he has the championships, and that means a lot. You know, but there's a guy I'll go way back, at, and I'm not trying to be funny. There's a guy, Otto Graham. He won 10, 10 championships in a row. Hmm. And nobody knows who he is now. But um, there have been some great quarterbacks, and certainly in this, the last couple of decades, Tom's been the best. You've also coached. You won Super Bowls. You've done it all, Coach. And you've also been in the booth. And Tom Brady is, is allegedly going to move into the booth here soon. How do you think he'll do at that job? Well, you know, guys like him, and and I put yourself in this category. When you put your name on something, you don't want it to be trashy. So when you're doing something that's uh, in the public eye, people are prideful in how they do it. So I think he'll do it pretty well. As you know, television's a very fickle thing. You know, some people just fit it and some people don't fit it. And it doesn't have anything to do with ability. It's just uh, sometimes the appeal is, is different for people. But I think he'll do well if he wants to. And uh, if he if he exercises the same prideful effort that that he did in football, he'll certainly do well. Key after doing everything he had to do for football, he he's going to realize this job is stealing money. I mean, uh, <laughs> stop. You, you can speak no, to that. Key. Stop. Let's stop. be honest. Stop. Be honest, Max. guys. Come on, no, stop. Max, this Max, is not working for a living. That guy, attention to detail is off the charts. Yeah. Right? that's going to translate. Yeah, stop that. The head coach, Bill Parcells, Hall of Fame head coach, my head coach. Someone who taught me a lot in life is joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Coach, you also taught a guy in Sean Payton who is now taking over the Denver Broncos head coaching job in all operations, so to speak. Ultimately, why did Sean decide that the Bronco job, in your opinion, was the right fit for him? Well, I I haven't talked to Sean since he took the job, but I did talk to him a couple, just two days before he did, and I kind of got the idea that he was going to go that way. Um, I think he likes the tradition of the franchise. They have been competitive generally over the course of their history. Uh, You know, they have a couple Super Bowls. Uh, They've been to the Super Bowl numerous times. Uh, And I think looking at the roster, I think he sees reasonably good defense. I think he sees a couple of good cornerbacks. you know, I know there's the question about Wilson, but Wilson has won. And, you know, he just 
I just think he probably felt that was the the place for him. You know, I, I know he talked to some other people, and this just seemed to be the best fit. You know, Sean's an analytical guy. He's not just jumping, you know, just to jump. He he's He probably put quite a bit of thought into this before he decided that Denver was the place. Bill, you know, whenever I've spoken to you, like I've always noticed that there, like, there's a vision that you see. And hearing Sean speak, it seems to be the same thing and the similarities between you two. Uh, but, you know, I, you can't speak for Sean and how he will handle it. But I'm curious how you, if you were named the head coach of the Denver Broncos, considering what they went through this past season with Russ, how would you handle or how would you work on that relationship with Russell Wilson? You won't be where would you start? <laughs> I, I feel like I know where you will go, Key, but I'm I'm asking him now. I'm asking the goat. I'm asking Bill. You know, I, the only thing that I think is very important is I don't think you can separate one player from the whole team. I don't think you can you can have privileged characters. I think you got to. Kind of unify your team. Try. To, I don't want to say you don't treat everybody the same because they have different personalities, but you try to do what's right in every situation. And I just don't think you can say this guy's different than the others. And in my case, what's, that's what I always try to do. And I'll, and I'm not trying to embarrass this guy because he's sitting there. But one thing I loved about Keyshawn, he would do every dirty job you asked him to do. He would he would go crack linebackers. He would block defensive ends. He would do things that other receivers wouldn't do, and that's how I gained an admiration for him uh, as a player. And you know, that's what happens. You all of a sudden you wind up liking somebody because you see what he's willing to do to help you succeed. Coach, we're talking to Bill Parcells here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, one of the names in the GOAT conversation for greatest coach of all time, one wherever he went. Um, coach, along those lines, Tom Brady retires. Obviously, he brought culture with him and certainly had it with, Parce- with, uh, with uh, Belichick. Um, and Sean Payton, Key was mentioning earlier, and Jay, we were talking about earlier, the importance of the relationship of ownership to the head coach. And how that was important to Sean Payton, what he had in in New Orleans. How important is that in your estimation? That ownership. I think it's very. Mm-hmm. I think it's very important, Max. I think ownership. They have to have confidence in you, and you have to have confidence in them. That doesn't mean there's not going to be a conflict once in a while. I mean, it's like you know, it's like in a family that you're going to have you're going to have a little difference of opinion. But I think you have to have confidence in the ownership that they're willing to do what it takes to help you succeed and, and vice versa. You're willing to do what in your estimation helps them succeed. And I think it's very important. Bill Parcells, ladies and gentlemen, hall of fame coach and uh, coach of my childhood growing up watching the giants. I know when Bill Parcells showed up, all of a sudden the giants won a couple Super Bowls. Thank you coach for coming on as always. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. One thing for Jay. Jay, how about a little make him take him down McKay Park about 3 o'clock this afternoon? You up for that? I, I'm down for that. I'm down for that, Bill. Okay. All <laughs> right. That's good. I'll see you there. All, All right. right. There it is, the big tuna. Right. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max. Yeah. Tom Brady 
even though he knows that. Retires. So much. How does he know that? Today. He this time he says for good. Thing. Like literally. That's wild. Yeah, key, key is telling Jay he knows. Parcells well, knows everything. How does he know that? He just knows everything. He knows that. He just knows. He's... He, he probably he look. He probably had you followed by security, and well, you didn't even know it. Oh, oh, one day, one day on my phone, it pops up Bill Parcells. I'm like, how did Bill get my? What's going on yeah. here? Wait yeah. a second. It's unreal. You talk to players that Bill Parcells could just look at a guy for like 30 seconds, tell you everything he could do, everything, knew exactly what he was. So Tom Brady has retired and says he won't come back. You know. Our reaction, your reaction, 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776-KJM. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Breaking news, Tom Brady has announced he is retiring. I will bet you any amount of money this dude is done done. It's done now. Mm-hmm. If you would have asked me last year what you think his chances are coming back, yeah, yeah maybe. But it's time to move on. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, Tom Brady has retired. Yes, he has retired again. One year ago today, he retired, though it was very clear at the time a year ago. He was coming back. Like, I can tell you that at the time. This time, in a short, heartfelt statement in which he choked up several times, he was self-aware, saying, look, I know you only get one long kind of, you know, retirement speech, and I use mine up. But he was seemingly, you know, genuine. And authentic, and uh, it seems to me he is retired. Matt Castle, former Patriots quarterback and Tom Brady's teammate, is with us now. Thanks for joining us, Matt, today. What's your reaction to Tom Brady's retirement? Well, at first I was like, are are we serious? Is this happening again, or is he going to come back in a month? But I I think it's actually time this go around. I mean, He's had such an incredible career. He's going to be 46 this year. And I think that we probably had the same conversation this time last year when he retired his first time. But at the same time, you know, just the way that the season went and where his body's at and everything else, I just think it's actually time for him to to hang him up and be grateful for and us as fans and people and anybody that's ever enjoyed the sport to be grateful for the time that we got to watch Tom Brady play this game. Matt, what do you – because, you know, I, I didn't have a 15-year career, right? My career kind of ended quickly and shortly. But after a long withstanding career, what do you think the most challenging aspect of retirement will be for Tom? You know, I think it's that competitiveness. You never get that on-the-field, locker-room competitive competitiveness anywhere else that you go. I mean, the, the NFL is so unique. The brotherhood is so unique. That locker room, I mean, it, it's – it's something that just keeps you young, right? That that it, it, it 
energizes you on a daily basis. And when you leave the game, you miss that. You miss that camaraderie. You miss the bus trips. You miss the competition. And it, it takes time to adjust. I mean, and also the other part of it is just time, time and scheduling and stuff like that. He's probably never had to do his own schedule, I'm saying, in the middle of a season for six months ever, right? It, it, nobody's telling you when to go work out. Nobody's telling you when to do this. So you have to, at some point, you know, get yourself – out of the mode of football, because I still even to this day, being retired after three years, four years now, I'm still in football seasons, right? It's uh, okay. It's it, I'm, I got to get ready for for OTAs. This Saturday, like start working out, and my mind still operates that way. It's just kind of crazy how you have to make the adjustment. But I think for him, it's the competition. When you look at it, though, for Tom, who's accomplished so much, as you said, Matt, in his career, what do you think as a guy who retired, as well as myself? What do you think has gone through his mind, I guess, over the last 24 hours or so before he made this announcement? You know, it's it's a great point because I think everybody, for him, it's been a tough decision because you know that he can still play and he loves this game so much. And there's only, there's only one reason why he's still playing at the age of 45. It's because he's the ultimate competitor. It's because he loves the game of football. And I think the, the tough part for him is coming to grips with knowing that it's going to be over and also knowing the fact that it, that that's going to be final, right? That he's not going to get an opportunity to go back out there and compete because I know that that's the thing that he loved most was those Sundays of walking on that football field and competing. Mm. Tom Brady retires today. We are reacting to it. You will see it throughout the sports world, especially here on ESPN and all the platforms, a lot of reaction to Tom Brady's retirement. So, and, and whether it's real this time, people will be skeptical because last time it wasn't. I think this feels different. He was coming off leading the league in everything last year when he suddenly retired, apparently for the wrong reasons, and it was seemed pretty clear he was coming back, and he did shortly thereafter. And this time feels a little different. Go ahead, Jay. So, Matt, one of the things I, I, I pitched about is I, I spent a lot of time um, – going through life kind of reflecting on what could have been do you think there's any aspect and just take a stab at it Matt any aspect of Tom that would think you know what if he were to walk away from the game last year and maybe a lot of this stuff that has occurred over the course of this season family wise personally may not have occurred you think he spent any time thinking about that I'm sure I'm sure that it's been difficult I'm also know that it wasn't just He's probably not just reflecting about that now, but he's also probably reflecting about that throughout that off season and leading up to the going into this last season because obviously he left camp for an extended period of time, which was uncommon for him because once he's in go mode, he's in go mode. And, you know, you always have to answer those questions and you have to look yourself in the mirror and say, is this the right decision? And, and uh, now that you, when you actually get done and you're out of the, out of the league and all that stuff and you've retired, I think that that's when that self-reflection starts and, and everything else. But I don't think it's all personal and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, I think that also he, I remember talking to him all the time and he, the one thing that he would bring up is the Super Bowls that he lost, not as much as the Super Bowls that he won because he was mad that we didn't win those, you know? Uh, I mean, it's just, it's fascinating how his mind operated on a day-to-day basis. And also what, uh, the, the longevity of that career and all of his accomplishments and everything else and, and all the people that he had brought along the way. 
Hey, Matt, so real quick, I know he's going to the, potentially going into the booth as reported. I'm going to ask you a tricky question because I know you quarterbacks don't like to talk about other quarterbacks. So he's going in the booth. So you got Tom Brady, Troy Aikman, uh, Tony Romo, Rich Gannon, Trent Green, all those guys at the quarterback spot. Where do you think he'll rank in calling games in the booth amongst those guys? Hmm. That's a great question right there. I mean, I know Rich has been doing it forever. Aikman's been doing it forever. Romo's obviously now established himself. So I think it takes a little bit of time to establish who you are as an analyst, and especially in that platform, because as you saw, like a guy like Jason Witten goes in there, and he's one of the smartest football players I've ever played with. I played with him in Dallas. You've been around him, Key. I mean, he's just an incredible person and knows the game of football in and out, but sometimes that doesn't translate as much to the booth. And also who you're paired up with, right? I think that Tom knows the game in and out, and he can articulate those thoughts and what he sees, and I think he'll be outstanding at it and be able to give the audience a great understanding for what's taking place on the field. But I think also the other aspect to that and having a successful booth is who you're paired up with and who your play-by-play guy is. And I think that goes hand-in-hand, and that's, that's what we kind of talk about of that marriage and teamwork in that industry, that makes a big, big difference. Mm, mm. Talking to Matt Castle, former still didn't answer. quarterback. And <laughs> I still didn't answer. trying to put you on the spot. Right now. Like, Matt, he, he you still didn't get an answer. That's true. That's true. I did exactly that, what you said I was going to do. Okay, he ranked dead last, and he's got to work his way back up. There you go, Matt. There it is. There, there, there that was a polarizing is, take. There it is. There you go. <laughs> Thanks for joining us this morning, Matt. Appreciate it. Put Fight that one on, out on buddy. Twitter. Put that out on KJM Twitter. He's yeah. last. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Dead <laughs> last, Tom Brady, Castle says. That's it. All right, Matt. All right, boys. I'll see you. Uh-huh. Yeah. I have a bold prediction, guys. We're going to be talking a lot about Tom Brady today across all the ESPN well, I platforms. I get rid of some of these people that I got here. Tom Brady retires. But that's not the only thing that's going on. Why is Jalen Hurts taking the step he's taken this year? Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Brock Purdy has been taken out of the game. Josh Johnson, the veteran, is in to play quarterback. Hurt. 
Sparks again under center. He sneaks, he pushes, and he is is touchdown Jalen Hurts. By the final score, the Eagles 31, the 49ers 7. Attention, air traffic control. A flock of Eagles is heading to Arizona. Jalen Hurts, everything you want in a quarterback, one of the very best in the NFL. Can do it all. Throw that ball down the field. Ooh, can he spin it? Sees that in the middle of the field. Runs, of course. Leads, works. He's what you want in a quarterback. And on this show, we have pointed out oftentimes a lot of that leadership. Because it's hard to say what's the number one component of him as a quarterback. Is it the leadership? Is it the reading a defense? Is it the running? Is it the deep ball? Is it the work ethic? What is it? But one thing that is unsurprising is that he is a coach's kid. He's the son of a coach. And we've t- mentioned that so often. Oh, you know, yeah, his dad coach, his dad coach. Yeah. Well, why don't we have his dad on the show? Avrian Hurts, Avrian Hurts, Jalen Hurts' father joins us now. Good morning, coach. Good morning, gentlemen. What's happening, coach? How you doing, man? How y'all doing today? Man, I'm just glad to get you on the show finally so I can let you know that your son is my favorite quarterback in the National Football League. I was being told for two seasons that Jalen Hurts needed to work on a lot, as if I didn't know that. But he also was going to be just the guy, and he's proven a whole lot of people wrong about where his career is now as a proud father. How do you feel, Coach, about where he is headed to the Super Bowl and it all started with you. Uh, you know, it's it's truly a blessing. You know, I'm and what I tell people, I'm happy for him because I know how hard he worked. You know, I know how diligent he was at his craft, and so for him to reap the benefits of the rewards, he rewards right now with his teammates is just you know blessing from God first and foremost. And you know, and so me and his mother are just happy to, you know, we're happy he just pulled the family along for the ride. Coach, uh, let me ask you something, man. Uh, as it relates to, to Jalen, watching him go through some of the, the challenges that he had at Alabama and Oklahoma, just take me back to that for a second because Key was talking about yesterday how at first it was like, yep. hey, look, you committed to something, you're going to stay a part of it until it's time for you to go somewhere. Talk about that commitment to the process that I think a lot of kids these days, you know, we live in an era where if it's hard, people just quit. They're out. You know, we see that with retention yeah. rates of companies, things of that sort. What goes into how you have spoken to your son about how to stick through the tough times and how to learn and extract the lessons from those experiences? You know, I'll say first, as a coach, we've always told kids, you know, when it gets tough and, you know, you want to quit, it's like, okay, that becomes something that's easy to do in life. You know, so you got to learn how to stick out certain things. Um, you know, in his situation, it was a uh, – you know, everyone knows, yeah, he left Alabama. And, you know, the thing that I tell people, he didn't leave Alabama because he wasn't playing. He left Alabama because he was used to playing. <laughs> and so, you know, and there's a difference in there, you know, and I, I think you guys, you know, can understand what I'm saying. But it's just a deal where you have to go out and, and God puts different things in your path. You know, he has been prepared for a journey for a long time. I don't know what the journey was. But he just getting prepared for it. And then once you get to it, then you realize, okay, you know, we've talked about these things. 
you know, unknowing that we were talking about it in a football sense or things that keep you going in football, but, you know, it just happened to be what it was. So it's, you know, him going through it was just something that, you know, and I used to always tell him, you know, this is something you're going through, not stuck in, you know. So when you come out of it, you're usually a little stronger. And so that's kind of what he's done. How much, Coach, do you talk to him in the off season about working on the little things to get better? Because during the season, you, you you got your own thing, and he has coaches that have paid a lot of money to coach him. So I know you as a coach knows not to get in way of that. But in the off season, how much are you working with him on certain things, film study, mechanics, things of that nature? You know, real talk, they make a whole lot more money than I do to coach him. So I let them handle that. Um, the work ethic is already there. Mm-hmm. He knows what he needs to do. And he does a really, really good job of, you know, he'll sit down and, you know, he'll talk to people and, you know, hey, I'm going to work on this. I'm going to work on that. And, uh, you know, he's very diligent about it. You know, the person that you see, that's him. You know, he is, you know, when it comes to football, he's not going to let a lot of things get involved that would deter him from what he wants. And so as for me, I don't have to tell him to go do something. You know, I've never done that. It's kind of like, you know, you figure it out, not figure it out, but he understands, okay, I need to work on this. You know, last year's deal was in his ties, ties arms to his feet, you know, so, you know, he went and worked on it. And so, you know, now you come back, you know, and I agree with what you said, you know, key earlier. You know, the thing is, the kid could throw a football. I don't think you get to go to Alabama if you can't throw. You know, and having coached him, I've seen him make those throws. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, okay, you got to get to a point where you're comfortable, you know, and you go take care of your business. But, you know, I'm a big believer in when it slows down from the neck up, everything else speeds up. And for that to happen, you got to have the consistency in the same system. And this is the first year he's been in the same system for more than one year with the same person in his ear, really. And so that was, you know, one of the biggest differences is that, you know, you're coming back and you're not really, you know, you're not learning a new playbook. You're coming back, going over things you learned last year and adding on. So that's the big blessing. Talking to Avrion Hertz, that's Jalen Hertz's father. Coach, it was, it's funny because I was thinking, when is I mean I could see from the play calling early in the Giants game. Wait a minute, he's not 100. percent Oh my Giants have a chance, and then it was like by the second play of the game when he completed that pass down the field. He's just got so many ways to beat you. And then I started thinking, what is what is Jalen Hurts's best attribute? And I started going back and forth. It's hard to for, it's hard to say, but I think I settled on something you mentioned: the work ethic, because he has made improvements every step of the way. What what would you say your son's best attribute is? as a quarterback? I mean, I'd say his mental capacity. And and I say that from the standpoint that, you know, in a six-year period, he had seven, you know, offensive coordinators. He's learned multiple offenses each year. You know, at Bama, when it changed, it didn't change a lot. Coach Saban kept the verbiage the same so he could understand what was going on. But each coordinator brought in different stuff. And so then when you leave that and you go to OU with Coach Riley, but Lincoln's, you know, that was a whole different animal. And so, but he was able to learn it and he performed well in them. Yes. And so now you get into the league, you know, 
you got Coach Peterson the first year. So you're going through that. Then you turn now, you got Coach Sirianni in. And so, but each year, you know, he performed well. Maybe not, you know, he wasn't beating the world down all the time with it. But he performed well enough to be there, you know. And so I think that I guess this year, you know, he kind of answered all those questions on if, you know, if he could play or not. Hey, Coach, over your left shoulder, man, you got to play up on that chalkboard. Is that is, is that effective? Is that play really effective, man? Is that what is that? I'm sitting here. And it looked like it looked like all go to me. I, I, that's what it looked like. It looked Pretty like much. four verts, but I don't know. Pretty much, you sneak the you sneak you know you sneak Z out there late, so everybody didn't clear it out for him. You know, supposed to, it, you know I had a coach coming here and draw it up for me. You know, he he saw the board was empty, so you need to run this next year. Okay. <laughs> now, hopefully everybody ain't watching so they don't, you know. They don't know you're still. It. No, I'll tell you right now. Yeah. That, it looked like four vertical. It looks like a four vertical. It could be the two high or a single. And if it's not there, the dude in the middle, just check it down right in the middle on a late leak right there at about eight yards oh, and dump it to him. Oh, no, he's late leaking. But, see, you know, even if it's Tampa 2, you know, that, that Mike is going to carry by then, so there's nobody there. It's like a sucker play. No, it is. That's what hey, I was coach, looking at. One last thing before you leave, because I know we're, we're running up against it. Um, and, and sometimes we all have this feeling as uh, professional athletes, you know, and I have three kids now. I wonder what that feeling would be like for me as a father. You ever imagine that your son's going to be a, a 300 million type player? Man, I'm, what? He's allowed to think about Never. it. Leave that alone, man. Well, I'm going to ask you. Coach ain't thinking about the <laughs> money. I, I know. I'm thinking about his questions. I'm worried about look, I'm just I'm just happy that he got to get up and go to work this week. All right, baby. All right, you're right. But I will tell you guys this that I, I wake up to y'all every morning. Well, I appreciate All it. All right, man. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. I'm hey, glad. No, we're gonna talk the three hundred million into existence for y'all. So no, I said four hundred. You said four hundred? I said three sixty fully guaranteed. <laughs> I you said two sixty. No, 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 it goes up. It goes up. Sure. Yeah, Each okay. week Each goes, goes up. up. Okay. Better be a brand new car in Dad's driveway. I'll no, tell you a truck. Ain't gonna truck be a and car. A house. And a new driveway is on top of that. No, Dad hey. wants to keep the same house he grew up in. Oh, is that right? That. Yeah, he ain't not looking for that. Yeah, don't get caught up. In no, he ain't stuff. getting caught. That's don't you, get Max. Caught up in that. You're oh, the one looking right. to do you that. Are, if my kid got a two hundred fifty million dollar contract in the NFL, your no, dad might not want a new house. We ain't doing that, man. That's why no. I'm not a coach. Hey, Thanks, good coach. Good luck to you, man. Good All luck right, to you and your son. I'll see you soon. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. All right, definitely. That's what's Beyond hurts. That is Jalen hurts. You want to spend the man dad. money? You yeah, want to ask the man about his son money? I'm just. I, I mean, like, well, come on, man. I'm just speaking. When into you hear existence. us talk about, yeah, his dad was his coach's son. That's the coach. That's his dad. So now you know him. You yeah. ain't gonna ask. Never mind. <laughs> 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 you ain't gonna ask so and so, daddy. That <laughs> Tom Brady has retired. He has again. Is it real this time? Keyshawn what? J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. 
Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Within the last two hours, Tom Brady posted to Instagram and then reposted on Twitter his retirement. Yes, he retired last year, same day, and came back shortly thereafter. Was it the same time? Do yeah, we know that's that? a good question. Same. I don't know. 6 a.m., same time. Same I just time. made that up. I so, don't know. Same oh, well, day. Okay. Same no, day. it wasn't 6 a.m. He announced around 8-something. Yeah, what is, I mean, it's the same day, though. No, it's 6 a.m. somewhere, Keith. We're getting Black Key. History Month, Tom. <laughs> Jeez, Jay. What? <laughs> Come on. Not, not, on, not on Black. Not <laughs> on the first day of Black row, History Month. Hey, hey, Jay, two, two, years two, years in two a black row, quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. <laughs> two black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl in a state that refused to recognize Martin Luther King Day at first. And Tom Brady retires on that. No, really. But it does feel he like. He hijacked us instead of the, national, instead of the championship kidding? week. Is that what you're trying to yeah, say, that's Jay? That's what I'm talking about. WNBA free agency. What, what's going on? Yates, do you have Otherwise, that would have led the show. Man. He could have did it yesterday. That's I know. Right. He could have went to the beach yesterday, did the same joint, would have been cool. Or tomorrow. No, 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 Yesterday. Oh, so you just yesterday. said you got the whole month. Yeah, it's just is what yeah. you're saying. Or he could have held off until yes, all, we, all we're trying to do is build some kind of momentum. And now it's, it's lost. <laughs> Thanks, Thomas. Yeah, oh, God. You guys. Max, <laughs> Here Max, is are you Tom Brady. Max, 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 are you, touch are you scared rail. right now? Because all we, we just. Look, Max, we just used one of our 28 days. Okay. That's it. You burnt one of your 28 days. The shortest None. month of the year. That's it's it. now We're 27 building. days. You need a leap year just to make it even now. Jeez. <laughs> Tom Brady retires. Here's the announcement. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record let you guys know first so I uh, won't be long-winded like you only get one super emotional retirement essay and I used mine up last year so I uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me my family my friends my teammates my competitors uh, I could go on forever there's too many um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream change the thing love you all it seems genuine to me and it seems like now you know when he first made the announcement last year guys he was talking about the sacrifice his family had made for him and now he has to sacrifice for them and i thought no that's not going to last because that's the wrong no, you reason did. you did you, mm-hmm. you said that you kept saying it you yeah because saying. that's the wrong reason because what that means is man i still love this i can still do this i have to give it up for someone else yeah, right he's not saying that now no he's not no. saying that now guys well he played well, see, though. That's it. he played it right he that's played the, it and yeah. it didn't go so well and to try to run it back one more year even though you know we all week long kept saying if he plays these are the spots for him but in the back of my mind i always not say he can't well, that's, why, no that's why I asked the question, Max. And I know that, you know, you got to play for yourself. But realistically, man, you're looking back at this year and it's like, okay, like I, I know I had to go out on my terms, but damn. You know what I mean? Well, they won yep. a division, but. Yeah, okay, under, so look. They finished under, finished under 500. Yeah, okay, so I guess that's still a good thing. They won a division, they went to the playoffs. That's a high look, note. Look, though, man. Right? Stop, Key. I mean, I look at my college career. 
right, by saying, man, the two times that we lost in the, in the NCAA tournament were to two people that got to the two teams that got to the championship game. Mm-hmm. I'll talk about that before I talk about winning a chip. We had who was it? Matt Castle was on here talking about all the times he spoke to Tom Brady. Yeah, he speaks about the the, the championship yeah. games he's lost yeah. instead of the ones he. You do. I don't know if Tom's looking at five and six winning division as like, oh, this year was a success. Yeah, I, I talk about. No way. I talk about losing to Philly in the playoffs, and I talk about losing in the AFC Championship game to Denver. I don't really talk about. It. I mean, a Super Bowl is a Super Bowl, big deal. I know I won that, but it's all the what ifs. What could I've done better? What could we done better to advance? But in the end, he's got so much. Yeah, yeah. He's got so much. There's nothing else to chase. Like, what is there to chase? That's his, like- his son is trying to play the quarterback position. What greater would it be for – how great would it be for his dad, dad yeah. to actually be there on those Friday, Saturday nights instead of traveling to go play a football game or trying to go to a game and fly back? And You know, you don't want to do that. No, I hear you. you don't Jay, do that. Jay, by the way, I just got off the phone with the White Council, and tomorrow we're announcing that Peyton Manning is coming back for the oh, second day of Black on. History Month. What? Second day of Black History Month, we're oh, going to announce stop. that Peyton Manning is coming back. I don't feel like having Jay screenshot me some Twitter nonsense because you guys are playing around with Black History Month. I don't feel I'm like not, doing I'm that. I'm not playing around with Black History Month. Jay just mentioned it's day one. No, not you. you. Know. Oh, he's talking about you guys. Oh, you guys. You got you. you, you wait, was it? What's it called? Well, it's not, no, it's not really you. People, you people. The name it's of the not, show, boy. It's you people. I mean, the, the Netflix movie. of the movie. Yeah, the movie. movie yes. Yeah, be careful, Max. That's a, hey. Talk Bias, about a get out of, of a movie. Jail car free. Yeah, but no, still. you people know the movie. You know the movie on Netflix. You, you and you had to see the producers when you start saying you this and that. They eyebrows and they start moving around, getting fidgety <laughs> in the room. Start to and, sweat. Yeah, they. Yeah. They, they, oh God, you got to see them, Max. You can't see them. Start yeah. to search. Everybody put songs. their hands up. And say, hold on, slow oh, wait down. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, the movie. Okay, we're having. We're, <laughs> you, you guys are getting too loose and having too much fun. Uh oh, fun calm, police. Ca- calm down, boys. On, I was already typing the apology on Twitter. That's right. Yeah, already a type and apology. But Tom Brady is retiring, and I think it's for good. Now I want to really honestly know what are the San Francisco 49ers going to do and who are they going to turn to and what happens to the New York Jets? Is uh, is there a real play for Aaron Rodgers in this situation? What domino effect does Tom Brady's retirement have for the rest of the quarterback landscape? Well, number one, Aaron Rodgers, the price tag, got. I mean – the, the ass has to go up now. I mean, if you're Green Bay, you can get more compensation, right? But there's only a handful of teams anyway. Just take Tom Brady off the, off the board, though. But there's only a handful of teams. Like, there's maybe a Washington Commanders. There is a uh, possibly a Miami Dolphin. San Francisco's not good. They don't have anything. Mm. They and they just don't. Yeah. They don't have any money. They don't have nothing. You'd be surprised, though, what could happen. Like, I wonder. I've always thought maybe San Francisco, as I said yesterday, parked some draft capital in Trey Lance, thinking maybe he would be a desirable trade option eventually. But then you'd also have to work out, work out the money. And I like, I think I'd rather Packers, have Jordan Love. Jordan, Trey, yeah, I hear you. If mm-hmm. I'm trading for somebody, yeah. at least I saw some yeah, you, you of Jordan it. Love. I ain't seen anything in Trey Lance. So this will be the number one story across the sports world today. The greatest who ever did it has retired. Yes. Apparently, he believes at this moment for good. Right, and I'm going to be on NFL Live later on in the day at 4 o'clock, so i got to come up with some Tom Brady stuff between now and then. Man, and you got a Hall of Fame out. career since I predicted the cliff. Eshaan, he should have changed his numbers. He could have been like Kobe. Retired two numbers. ESPN Radio. Greeny coming up. We'll see you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. 
check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.